This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah. You know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. Bringing it to you live from the basement studio. Oh, interesting week in wrestling again. As always. As always. So, where do you want to start? Um, well, um, not a lot went on in WWE, really. Kevin Owens is back to, like, NXT Kevin Owens. Yeah, I saw he, like, kind of came out in, like, his NXT gear and stuff. Um, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, I think Triple H is going to push Kevin Owens. I mean... You you tagged me in some stuff about KO on Facebook, and I told you they should push him to the moon. I mean, I like Kevin Owens. I think he's good. And I think WWE is really gearing up for this, like... Because I think Roman's going to kind of take a step away. But it seems like Triple H is, like, doing it kind of slow. Like, getting everybody's ducks in the row and building people and stuff so that it, like, actually makes sense that, to who Roman's going to lose to. And honestly... Like, Raw right now doesn't have a a main champ. I mean, Roman's only on SmackDown. And um, I'm wondering if they're going to do, like, a triple threat match. And then Roman's going to get pinned by two different guys. You know, like, do, like, a triple threat match. Like, here's a triple threat. Roman's double champ. You got KO and whoever on the SmackDown side, right? Mm-hmm. And say... Okay, first pinfall is for this title. Second pinfall is for this title. And like that could be interesting, right? I don't think I don't think they've ever done anything like that before. I think that would be cool because then necessarily you wouldn't necessarily have to have the same guy take the both pinfalls. I mean, right. I know I just said Roman takes two, but you know, KO could pin the first guy, pin somebody for the WWE title, mm-hmm. and then. The match kind of resets, KO's WWE champ or Universal, however you want to do it, and then, then the other guy pins whoever else. Because then KO could still take the pin, and he's still WWE champ. Right. And then if you wanted to, you could still do that to keep Roman strong if you really wanted to do that. Right. Um, yeah, for the, what was it, 51 tweets... Like tweets or viewed tweets or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had 51 viewed... Our our tweet from last week's episode 
our little blurb out there on Twitter got 51 views. So in the 51 views, if anybody from WWE is like <sighs> listening in on our podcast and you want to take that idea and run with it, go right ahead. Just give us some creds. Yeah. Give us some creds. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that would be an interesting way to do it. I don't know if anybody's really done anything like that. I mean, I'm sure they have, but... Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think it would be pretty cool. Because in that way, if Roman does want to take a step back, you can still keep him strong and then keep him... Um, if, if you still want to do Roman and The Rock for WrestleMania in L.A., Roman can still be strong, you know, and then he could... You know, when he is on the show, say something like, oh, I was never pinned, you know, kind of deal. And then you can have some beef between between your two main champs. You know, if KO pins, let's say KO pins Finn Balor for the WWE title, and then Finn Balor goes back and pins KO for the Universal title... Roman never gets pinned, and then those guys can still have some beef right. know, later on. Like, Yeah, which I think they're gearing up Drew McIntyre for um, to take one of the belts at the castle thing. Yeah, you think so? I don't know, maybe. I mean, because that's coming up soon. Um, yeah, next weekend, I believe. And then... Um, I don't know if you saw, um, they closed down NXT UK. No. Yeah, so NXT UK is no more. Why would they do that? Well, because they're broadening to NXT Europe. Okay. So they're unifying, here coming up, they're unifying the NXT women's title and the NXT UK women's title. Um, and it's going to be like a three-way. There's, um, the NXT women, UK women's champ is, um, some, uh, Asian lady. I'm not really for sure. I don't watch NXT UK at all. Mm. And then, so, then there's another girl that I didn't know who she was because she's from NXT UK and then Mandy Rose, obviously. So, she's probably going to drop the belt and move up to Raw or SmackDown again. I mean, she's been doing a pretty decent job. Um, and I think they're going to do the same thing with the men's stuff, kind of unify them. I don't know for sure, but I think that's kind of the way they're leading. But they're kind of combining stuff uh, that way and bringing over the big stars over to NXT, which I like because they're like nobody's to, you know, every, everybody yeah. here. Get them watching the product. Right. Because I don't know how many people actually watch NXT UK on the... I'm assuming it's on Peacock, so um, I just... And I don't really even watch NXT so anymore. I guess I need to get back into it, but... I don't even know who, who, who the NXT champion is right now. Is it Braun Breaker? I have mm -hmm. no idea. Maybe. The last I remember is Dolph Ziggler won the title. And... Yeah, it might be Braun Breaker again. I don't know. <laughs> that was the last thing I remember. I don't remember. I haven't really watched it since. But, mm. I don't know. Braun Breaker has got something going on. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, if they if he stays in the WWE system or what. 
but it would be nice for uh, a name change. Yeah, I mean... But as long as the name change doesn't get locked on to a WWE thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe Triple H is, you know, going to switch some stuff around when he comes up. I mean, I don't know, that's just so hard because he's going to be an established star by the time they want to move him to Raw or SmackDown. And, like, does it make sense to change his, his name now? Um, well, I, everybody knows that he's Steiner's son. Well, right. So, if you change his name to <coughs> Braun, Braun Steiner, um, I don't think it would uh, be an issue. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they're trying to figure out a way to work that out where he can keep the name if he leaves. I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to change it. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just wants to build a name for himself. But, I mean, when you look at the kid. No, I know, yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Built like his uncle. I guess we'll see. But, I mean, while we're on the WWE topic, um, rumor has it that Bray Wyatt is uh, close to signing a multi-million dollar deal with WWE. Yep. It's in the final stages, apparently. Rumor, rumor has it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Um, you tagged me in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I said that. You know, I mean, he's excellent backstage. I mean, I think he's and he's good in the ring too. But he's just as good backstage as coming up with stuff like Matt Hardy is. I mean, yeah. Matt Hardy's great backstage, and he's got a real mind for the business. So, I mean, Creative. Um, I was thinking about this. If they brought him back, I'd like to see him do, like, I know he kind of did it with The Fiend, but maybe, like, add a couple more characters. So he's like, I know this is kind of like the broken Matt Hardy thing, but, like, add a couple, like, different, like, personas. So he's, like, a split character, you know what I mean? Like, he's The Fiend, and then he's he's still Bray Wyatt. Or he could be, you know, a different character, depending on, like, how things are going. So he could be, like, a in-between guy. So he could be a good guy sometimes, a bad guy sometimes, and kind of yeah, flip-flop back and forth. And, you know, and then, like, when things are getting serious, he pulls out the Fiend or maybe a new character. You know, kind of like Finn Balor did with Which the Demon. Or we haven't seen the Demon. From Finn Balor? Yeah. Haven't seen that in a while. I mean... Maybe Finn Balor doesn't want to do it, or maybe they're going to bring it back. I mean... It used to be his gimmick, though. Right. Right. He had some cool gimmicks over in the... Well, I'm sure Vince... Over in Europe or wherever he was doing that stuff. I'm sure Vince put a kibosh to a lot of stuff. Because, I mean, he was doing that in NXT, and then all of a sudden he'd come up. And I know he got hurt, but he didn't really do it on the main roster, really. So, I mean... And think where his career would be if he wouldn't have got hurt. Because he was the first Universal Champ. Yeah. I mean, if he wouldn't have got hurt, I mean... Because Vince kind of does that. Like, he'll latch on to somebody and push them real hard. And then if they get hurt, he kind of forgets about them. Mm-hmm. Like it, but if he would have never got hurt at that time, 
he would have had all that rapport, and then Vince would have you know latched onto him, kind of like he did Brock or. Yeah, well, he did that with um, uh, Kevin Owens too. I mean, he he even did that thing with Kevin Owens. Right, the feud with Kevin Owens. Right. Well, they Vince were did. they were trying to redo the Stone Cold thing, which I mean, it was working. Yeah, but that's just, I just think that's how Vince is, and I think Triple H is gonna like listen to the people. And go whatever direction they're kind of going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe lead them a little bit, push them in the direction you want to see it. But yeah. I mean, still, I think Stephanie does a good job too. Yeah, and like I kind of want to see them not be featured. Like just stay backstage, do what you need to do backstage. Same thing with Nick Khan. Don't. You well, know. maybe maybe have them come out for something like a special announcement or something you know what i mean yeah i mean there's obviously a time and a place but like don't get involved in story yeah you don't have to get involved in yeah yeah like you know obviously like maybe triple h comes out and like because somebody got hurt and be like okay you gotta vacate the title now you're hurt you can't wrestle you know and they hand it over and then Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a tournament or something you know like that or whatever so i mean um but yeah, don't get involved in storylines. Don't be, you know, whatever. So, but yeah, I think WWE is looking up. I know we've said that like three or four weeks in a row now, but I honestly, I, I like the direction Triple H is going. And he's not doing it fast. He's doing it slow and making it make sense. So he's not just like, boom, we're changing. Like, so, I don't know. But. AEW is yeah. not looking too hot, right? No, AEW is not looking hot at all. But uh, continuing on with the WWE thing is Bailey's back, as we all know, mm-hmm. um, and she's having the run-ins with Michael Cole again. Mm. That's good. <laughs> she she was uh, sitting in the crowd right behind Michael, and she was like, "Hey, Michael." <laughs> I always kind of liked that with Bailey because um, Michael Cole. I mean. He's decent, um, but he's still, like, totally annoying, and I can't stand him as an announcer. All right. Sorry about that, people. Interruption. Even though it's not an interruption on their part, there's a lull. We're on a topic, and now nothing lull. Right. So what were you saying about Michael Cole? I'm just saying that, like, Michael Cole is just kind of annoying, you know? Yeah, I've never really liked Michael Cole, but he's been a mainstay in WWE for so long. I mean, basically the entire time I've been watching wrestling. So, I mean, it would be weird if he just wasn't on there. Um, But I never really listened to a lot of Michael Cole because he was always on SmackDown. I only watched Raw at the time, so. Yeah. So, it's weird, interesting, whatever. Um, but, yeah, anyways, watch for Bailey and Michael Cole interactions, hopefully that, uh, continues, because Bailey's kind of, uh, an annoying character herself when she gets on her little spiels. Yeah. Yeah, but that's part of her character, so. Right. But, oh, um... 
I guess we were going to transition to AEW, but obviously one more uh, thing with WWE, Johnny Gargano's back. Yeah, Johnny Gargano's back, yeah. That was a surprise. Big yeah. surprise. Hopefully, maybe uh, DIY can make it a, an appearance again. Well, because Tommaso's with The Miz, right? Yep. Maybe, because The Miz is from Cleveland, too, so maybe they'll kind of have a feud or whatever. Yeah. But Gargano came and kicked Theory, so maybe they're going to... It would be cool if um, Theory would lose the money in the bank contract to Johnny Gargano. <laughs> You think they're going to do that? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but that would be funny. Yeah. Because Theory's, he's not United States champ, right? That's Bobby Lashley, right? Yep. Bobby Lashley took that back. And then, who's the Intercontinental champ? I have no idea. Because I think Sheamus is wrestling Drew McIntyre, or whoever, for the Intercontinental title. Because that's the only title Sheamus isn't won in WWE. Hmm. But, I I mean, I guess I was a little shocked that Gargano came back, but then not really, because I feel like he fits in well there. And I feel like he's a Triple H guy, so yeah, he's definitely going to come back for that. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see how things go, but... Yeah, obviously things are looking up, so. Yeah, so we'll see where WWE goes from there. Yeah, but um, yeah, about the AEW, more and more bad things keep coming out, like rumors and issues and stuff like that. Um, I guess apparently Thunder Rosa broke Jamie Hayter's nose. Yeah. And then she hid backstage the rest of the time. Yeah. What's up? Do you know anything else about that? I haven't seen. I anything didn't really about look it. into it. I thought that was weird, though. Um, I mean, people will get their nose broken a lot in wrestling. I mean, it happens. It happens unless you did it on purpose, right? Or unless it could have been like preventable or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but it happens. I mean, well, I mean, Thunder Rosa's got a, a receipt coming to her then. <laughs> Well, Thunder Rosa, I think, actually really does MMA stuff. So, I mean, not surprised, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But she is relinquishing the title, and now they're going to have... Um, uh, an interim women's champion. Why is she relinquishing the title? Evidently, she's hurt. So... I don't like the interim thing. I don't know. People say that it's good, and we say it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if she's hurt, and she's, we've said this before, but going to be out for an extended period of time, relinquish the title, and be done with it. Yeah, I think from what I, I hear is that, like, with the people that think it's a positive thing, is that it's storylines. But you could do the it's same. Swerve ball with the storyline. You could do the same thing with an injury, though, when they vacate it. Just be like, I had to vacate the title because I was hurt. Now right. I'm back. I never lost. I never right. lost. Right. I mean, it's basically the same thing. Right. Essentially. Right. Because um, I mean, if 
you were the world heavyweight champion and you lost, you had to give it up and I won the title and you'd be like, hey, Manny Ice, I never lost that belt. Right, when am I going to get my... We've got a date with destiny here. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then obviously, John Moxley beats CM Punk. Yeah. So, because, I mean, there's been a lot of rumors swirling about CM Punk getting upset that Hangman's not asking veterans. I guess Hangman's like, I don't need to talk to veterans about this or that or the other or whatnot. And CM Punk getting mad about it. And there's been some other rumors swirling that he's been pushing buttons and everybody's saying, oh, well, now his true colors are coming back out. This is definitely why WWE didn't want to mess around with him. Um, he's the same old guy, he's selfish, whatever. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be true. could be true. Yeah, I mean, or it could just be one big work. Right, because, yeah, you, were sent, you and I were talking earlier this week about it, and it brought up a good point for me, or a thought for me, because you, you're adamant that the MJF thing's a work. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so let's say the MJF thing's work. There's been rumors swirling MJF's coming back. Yep. We talked last week, oh, maybe he'll be a good guy, we'll see, kind of thing. But now about this CM Punk thing, could the CM Punk thing be at work? And I started thinking, well, maybe, maybe, you know. Do I think CM Punk's arrogant? Yeah, possibly. I mean, I've heard some bad things about CM Punk. But then again, it's like, what if he's feeding off that for things he's said and done in the past with WWE? Because I think maybe that was a messed up situation. I don't know. Wasn't there. Can't say. I'm only going off seeing Punk's word. Mm-hmm. But he did come out when MJF did his pipe bomb. So maybe they're going to do like a seeing Punk's a bad guy thing and he's going to team up with MJF. Entirely possible. So... Entirely possible now that he's got that re-injured foot again. Oh, he re-injured his foot? Supposedly. I don't know how true it is, if it's a work. I mean, obviously, I mean, if it wasn't 100%, I don't think he would have been back in the... Right. Because he had surgery on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I mean, maybe, but... I don't know, only time will tell, but I think it would be an interesting pairing seeing... CM Punk with MJF. I mean, MJF doesn't really need anybody with him, but... And if CM Punk's actually injured, then CM Punk can still work, per se, and be there with MJF and lead him to the promised land for the title. But, I mean, John Moxley's hot again, so, I mean, hopefully Tony Khan rides uh, John Moxley for a bit. I think uh, I think ride John Moxley for a while. I mean, who else do you really have right now? I mean, a lot of people are hurt, you know. So yeah, I don't know, but I hear a lot of bad things that people are butting heads backstage, and Tony's not treating people very right. And I saw a I didn't watch the video, but I saw a video on YouTube this morning that said something along the lines of 
the AEW honeymoon is finally over. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it could be entirely true. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of what Tony Khan does. I know that he. Appreciated everybody that he brought in there, I think. But then I think everybody else was all the the younger developing talent is being pushed to the side because of all the the talent that's being instated with the WWE guys. Um I mean, look, I mean, you have Cesaro as your ROH champion. I mean, you have Kenny Omega, you have the Bucks. You have all these guys that have big names for themselves. Where are there... Where is there room for guys like the Acclaimed and um, the, the Guns and Varsity Blondes and all these other people, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, and especially if you're a young guy and you sign with a brand new company, they got a TV deal, you know, they got all these indie guys, basically, because essentially that's what Kenny and the Bucks were. I mean, I know they were in New Japan, but I mean, I mean, shit, the Bucks were over here doing ROH stuff and bringing the Bullet Club over here and doing that stuff, so I mean... As a young talent, I mean, why would you not want to come over and be featured, you know? I mean, Brian Pillman was doing tons of cool stuff on MLW, but your audience is limited. Yeah. So. And then he gets that AEW deal, and now it's like he's not even used. I mean, he's used for a squash match. Right. Put the guns over. Right. And I don't even like them. I mean, to me... Austin and Colton Gunn are like, Austin Gunn's too over the top. He's always yelling and doing goofy stuff. And I feel like his brother doesn't do too much for me. I mean, we saw him at that show and they were just, they're whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, um, and Billy Gunn's had his time. He's Yeah, well, he just had that match with Colton too. And, yeah, because they turned on their dad, yeah. 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 So. Scissor me, daddy. I hate that. That's so dumb. I'm not a acclaimed fan at all. I don't. No. I just can't get on that bandwagon at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's getting AEW's. I just also saw a video because AEW's video game is coming out soon, and their roster on the video game is 160 people, with more to be added later, like to download later. That you can download later. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Because I'm thinking of like, you know, wrestling games in the past that I played. I don't think the roster was any bigger than like, maybe like 30, 40 maybe, 160. I didn't even know 160 people wrestled for AEW. Well, <laughs> I'm sure I did, but. I mean, how many people are going to be on the game that were just on there like once? You know, uh, it, that's crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, they they got to do something. Like Tony's got to figure some stuff out with 
Rampage, I think Rampage needs to start being a two-hour live show. Um, I'd like to see ROH get their own show. But I know a lot's going back on behind the scene. I've been seeing some rumors about some adjustment. Because basically Warner Brothers, which is part of the Turner Network family and HBO and AT&T and all that, merged with Discovery. So I think going forward, HBO and Discovery Plus are going to be doing some merging. And then also I think... Tony's having to change some things around for this new merger and kind of work through it or whatever. So, I mean, it might be a little lull for some things here going forward, but I think they got to get another show and they definitely got to get ROH on TV. And maybe that's what they do. Maybe they send, um, maybe they make ROH kind of like a NXT-esque version and you send a lot of your young guys or bring indie guys in off the street and uh, and maybe they're just using, you know, like Cesaro or Samoa Joe or, you know, some guys like that to kind of build it back up. It's possible. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but that's what I would do if I, if I'm Tony Khan and I have AEW Dynamite and that's my flagship brand. And ROH has already got the name behind it. Bring in some old ROH guys. Build it up. And then make it a platform for the young and up and coming guys. Here's your time. See, Show me what you can do. Yeah. You know, then that way, maybe just put it on a streaming service or back on syndicate, syndicated television. And see who gets over. You know, see who does stuff. Um... And then you can bring them up to AEW. You know, you could still have joint pay-per-views or single pay-per-views or whatever you want to do. Sure. But then showcase, you know, don't do the, well, I'm just going to have all my AEW guys squash these ROH guys. You know, like, you can't do that. Like, Right. So. I mean, Dustin just wrestled Cesaro. And... It was a really strange finish. Super strange finish. Um, it looks like something was boshed, and then they just went back to it and ended the match. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. I didn't watch it. I. I knew there was going to be some stuff in there that I wasn't going to like, so I didn't even watch it. Yeah. Because, you know, Dustin's in good shape again now. I mean, he was since he's been in AEW, obviously, but so he's doing Canadian Destroyers and crazy stuff like that because he's obviously on the tail end of his career, so he's wanting to get everything out that he can. You know, speaking of Dustin, too, is like he's just a Kurt Henning. He's a Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. What do you mean? He's always that mid-card guy mm. that never had a chance to be, like, the guy. Right. Yeah, he's. I don't know if he's ever held a world title, has he? I don't think so. Not that I can ever remember. You know, or like Piper. 
you know, Piper was always, I mean, yeah, Piper was in the main event spotlight a little bit, but I mean, essentially Piper was always just that like top mid-card guy, you know, like, okay, he's going to carry the show, he's going to do the skits, he's going to do this, do that, he's going to be the hothead guy, and then, oh, he's going to go against Hogan, we're going to squash him, you know, I I felt like that's kind of how Piper was too. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys out there that I don't think give enough credit, and it's it's a shame. I mean, because if you think about what Dustin did, I mean, Dustin wrestled as Dustin Rhodes for a while, mm-hmm. WCW, and then with his dad actually. Yep. And then came over WWE. And did the whole Goldust character, in which that was, like, way out there. Well, and I don't think Vince expected him to be able to get it over. Yeah, and he got it over. Oh, yeah. He got it over for years. Right. Right. And I think we've had this conversation. I mean, Goldust scared the crap out of me when he first came out. He was weird. I remember Goldust as a kid, um, and I'd always say to my dad, like, why is this guy like this? Why is he wearing a wig? This is weird. And My dad didn't really have an answer for me because obviously he's not going to be like, oh, this is what he's trying to do kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. Gold Dust was weird. And then like, what I think, and see, that's why, and I know we talked last week about the paint deal. Like, I don't think that, I don't know if Dustin should paint half of his face because... I don't know, did he really like to do gold dust? I was always under the assumption that he didn't. And then he did the seven thing, which was kind of like a knockoff of gold dust. And then he did Black Rain in TNA. I don't know if you ever remember that. Dustin was in TNA for a while and did like a dark version of gold dust. And they called him Black Rain. He had silver and black paint. Hmm. He did like some weird hardcore crap like that. So, See, I think... From what I remember of Dustin and some interviews and whatnot is like he didn't really care for the character, but he was gonna make it anything and everything he could. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did. So then it got over. It kept getting over. And if he'd come out as Goldust, I'm sure he would be over with that, too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know? Uh, it's it's just one of those things, but I think he just got over, and I guess it's it's who he is. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he spent most of his career as Goldust, I guess, so. Right. I guess it's just who he is, and, like... I guess he doesn't, I guess in a way it, it's probably paying homage to, like. Yeah, where he came from, yeah, I guess. The the character that he developed, in a way. Yeah. Vince's idea, but he. he well, made. I mean, yeah, 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 I'm sure Vince has had a lot of ideas that. Oh, we're going to call you the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know that The Undertaker, like, 
had a background in the mortuary. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, no, I didn't. Not personally, but I think his, if I remember correctly, I think it might have been his, like, grandparents or something, grandpa, hmm. whatever, his uncle. I can't remember who, but it was in in his family. Hmm. Interesting. The, the funeral business was in his family. Because I guess he was running around laying in caskets and whatnot. So. And I guess, um, from what I understand, is that he used to, like, go find a casket to sleep in at WWE. Like, when they had the casket laying around, he would just go, like, lay in the casket and take a nap. <laughs> mm. From what he said. That's kind of weird. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd go lay in a casket, but yeah, no, probably not. Probably not. <sighs> well, um, did you watch any other wrestling or anything else? Uh, you were. No, I didn't really watch anything else that much, so. I don't know anything that happened really in Impact. Um, I know that Impact uh, is going to lose the Good Brothers. Yeah, yeah, they're finally... I know we said this uh, a couple weeks ago, but they're finally done with all their Impact dates and stuff. Um, so they're going to be doing some New Japan tapings and whatnot going forward. Which, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, they're used properly in New Japan, so. Yeah, well, I mean, New Japan's doing a lot of stuff in the States, so, like, I don't know. I, I feel like, because if you do New Japan stuff over in Japan, you're gone for, like, a long time, and I don't know how their family situation is. I mean, I know that's probably pretty tough, but, because <clears throat> what do you think? From California, it's probably, like, a 14-hour flight to Japan. I have no idea. Hmm. Never been to Japan. Well, I know from from Melbourne, Australia to L.A. is 14 hours, so. Yeah? Did yeah. you go to Australia? I did. Yeah? Yep. Did you meet Peyton Rice? I did. Yeah? Billy Kay? Both of them. No, no. <laughs> no. But, um, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to go on with them, um, but... Um, did, well, did we announce that uh, Peyton Rice is, or what, what was her name? Cassie? Oh, Cassie, Cassie Lee. Lee. Yeah, they're, that they're pregnant? I don't know, if, you, but if not, yeah. you announced it now. I just announced it now. Yeah, Cassie Lee, Peyton Rice, she's pregnant. Her and uh, uh, Sean Spears are going to have a baby. Yeah, that should be good. I haven't seen Sean Spears. Maybe he's taking time off. I don't know. Maybe. Um, you know what's interesting, too, is that um, FTR and Wardlow got together, and they're going to do the trio. Yeah. Right? Mm hmm They call themselves the Pinnacle. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. So I wonder what's with that. I mean... They stepped aside from MJF a while ago. 
So I thought the pinnacle would have been a done deal and over with since they don't like MJF anymore. I'm taking a guess. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. But I mean. They're only missing MJF from that group. I mean, I know Tully was their manager. Well, no, they had Sean Spears too, I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe they feel like that they were the anchor in that group. Well, whatever. Or maybe they're going to break it back. I mean, it was short-lived. I mean, did they even make it six months? As a team? Didn't seem like it. And if they did... And you were talking about that it was going to be the greatest faction I in the world. I thought it was. I mean, they come out together and they shot them to the moon right away and then just fizzle. I mean, it was like... When did it fizzle? Right after the Jericho thing? Well, I mean, so they come out as the pinnacle. They did a few pinnacle things. And then... They like there was a lull where they weren't really all seen together or say anything about the pinnacle, and then all of a sudden they do the Jericho thing, and then it just kind of like they never really mentioned the pinnacle, and then they did like randomly one last time, like when Wardlow and MJF were really having their deal, and FTR is like, oh yeah, we're not getting in the middle of it, and then after that it was just done, and then it was just Sean Spears following MJF around <laughs> while they were doing the the Wardlow thing. And then Wardlow squashes Sean Spears, and then no more Sean Spears. And then yeah. no more MJF. So it never really, like, got off the ground. Yeah. It kind of was just, like, hovering right there, and then they just, like... But they didn't really, like, do anything to, like, try to push it. No, they didn't. I mean, they didn't ever really gave anybody titles except for FTR. Right. Um, I mean, you probably could have threw the belt on the TNT title on Sean Spears or something like that. I mean, unless you were going to throw it on MJF. Well, because, like, that's the thing. is like, that's what made the Four Horsemen so good, and that's what made, like, Evolution so good. Like, right. they gave them guys titles and, like, pushed them and made them major heels. And, like, yeah, the show was based around them a little bit, but, like, if you're going to get somebody over, like, that's how you get them over, like. Right. And I just feel like that was definitely, I mean. Uh, yeah, I think that was a drop ball. For them to for have sure. five guys, I think that's a bit much. You know, five wrestling guys and then Tully. So, I mean, that's a bit much, but. AEW seems to have a little bit bigger groups, but. Um. Yeah, you, they should have done... There was a missed opportunity. They should have done more to push them guys, so... Yeah. Well, did you catch anything on uh, Daniel Garcia, Jericho, and... So, what, Daniel Garcia split away from the Jericho Society people, or what the heck's going on? I don't really know. Because I feel like that's kind of out of left field, but maybe I have missed something. He had that match against... Uh, Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the match, like, Brian ended up, like, going to shake his hand or whatever. And then 
Jericho came down and interrupted that moment or whatever. So now Daniel Garcia is mad at Jericho because I guess Brian was um, Daniel's Daniel Garcia's hero. I guess. So and Chris Jericho's just his mentor. So now the crowd's like, "You're a wrestler, and so is Brian." And Jericho's like, no, you're an entertainer, so now they're feuding like that. So he doesn't know where his head is, supposedly. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean, it could be a sucker move to get Danielson close and then, like, beat him up or something. Yeah. I don't really know. But hmm. um, it's, it's interesting because they're going to end up... Uh, Pushing that kid probably up like uh, Sammy did, you know, which will be good because I think he's got something. It's kind of like absolute Ricky Starks. Yeah, they're they're breaking him away and they're making him kind of a good guy, but I don't know if Ricky Starks can really be a good guy. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess we'll have to see. Because he, I mean, I guess he was basically a bad guy in NWA. Because he's got that arrogance to him. Yeah. I mean, but The Rock, I mean, he kind of reminds you of The Rock a bit. He does. And The Rock was a good guy. And he was still arrogant and stuff. So, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see. But, um... Sorry to loop back to the Daniel Garcia thing, but uh, um, during the promo that they had between Brian Daniels or Brian Daniels, uh, Brian, Brian Danielson, um, Chris Jericho, and um, Daniel Garcia, <laughs> Daniel Brian Danielson, yeah, I think tried that. to refer to himself as. Daniel Bryan. Oh, really? In the promo. <laughs> he was like, Daniel... And then switched it. So, hmm. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was Daniel Bryan for what? Quite a while. 15 years, 12 years, something like that. Quite a while. So, I thought that was interesting. So, anyways, got anything else? I'm looking on Twitter to see uh, what's kind of going on here in the wrestling world. And it looks like maybe last night was NWA 74. And it looks like there was a big botch (laughs) in one of the matches where they were trying to do a... Suplex spot off the ladder, and they kind of fell. I don't know who these people are. I can't tell. I don't see their faces. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, they tried to do a suplex spot off the, the, the top of the ladder. And the guy taking the suplex foot got caught in one of the rungs. And they fell sideways. And the guy who was supposed to take the suplex landed middle of the back on the top of the ropes. So he's just like, oh. Uh, here, I'll show you. It looks uh, looks pretty rough. I mean, obviously, Oof. the listeners can't, uh, can't see it. But uh, check it out. It's on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't see, like, tons of, uh, tons of wrestling news this week. Um, you know, nothing, like, that sticks out to me too, too much. Um, I guess apparently Triple H is working on some new uh, belt designs. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that or not, but I haven't seen any pictures. He's probably not going to release them, but. Maybe he'll bring back the big gold belt or a version of it. He might. You never know. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's open to a lot of different stuff. Seeing where things kind of grab, I mean, you don't know if it works unless you try, so. But, yeah, I mean. The old school Intercontinental belt. Get rid of that hot garbage that they have now. So. Anything else to add? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really seeing too, too much, um, yeah, I mean, not too much is going on, um, I mean, we kind of already talked about the backstage stuff, and what not um yeah i mean yeah nothing i mean i can't think anything um i don't even have any quick hits or whatnot so hmm. all right wrestle of the week um you know I um I've been catching some old school matches recently and uh one that uh you know I, I think I gotta go with the, the Texas Tornado, Carrie Von Eric. I watched okay. a couple uh Carrie Von Eric matches, they just kinda popped up when I was WWE or uh no, um World Class. Okay. <clears throat> so uh I um, just was like jumping around watching single matches and stuff and just happened to come across two of his. So, um, gosh, he was jacked and so athletic. It was, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I think the Royce had something to do with it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a, a little help. Um, yeah. But, yeah, too bad that uh, he was in that motorcycle accident and lost part of his leg. 
because I think Vince would have pushed the heck out of him. I mean, he had the look. Vince kind of did. I mean, yes, yeah, still with, I mean, he was Intercontinental Champion. He had one leg, well, one and a half legs, but yeah. But think about if he was two legs, he probably would have been WWE champ. Wrestled like he had a leg. He did. A foot. Yeah, no, he was just missing his foot, right? Like halfway up. I think so. Yeah, to his knee. So it's not, I guess he had three quarters of a leg still, but yeah. I watched him wrestle uh, Kabuki, the great Kabuki, with the green mist and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been super into the old school stuff lately, so. Hey, it was believable back then, even though some of their stuff was a little hokey, but um, those guys got, I mean, everybody had real heat, you know? You'd go to a, an arena or wherever, and they would be like, oh, well, we need security, because... This guy's got real heat. He's going to wind up getting stabbed. and I mean, some people did. All right. Um, what about you? Got a wrestler of the week? I'm going to go with the natural. Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, just because he's underappreciated. And I don't know what happened. Like I said, that match kind of looked a little boshed. So... The the finish just wasn't really It really wasn't It was kinda like wait wait a minute, that's that's it? Mm. So you're saying they kinda messed up and then rushed through it and finished? Yeah, because I don't know okay, so here was the spot is like Dustin sent um uh, Cesaro. Cesaro or whatever, Claudio, into the ropes, and Claudio went to do, like, um, a leapfrog. Well, Dustin runs full at him, face first into his junk. Like, with his head down. So he, like, You know, tripped. like, he never, like... So he, like, tripped? He didn't really trip. He just, like, he, like, tucked his head down. And, like, ran right into his junk. So, like, I don't know, it, like, if Dustin didn't duck down or if he was, Dustin was expecting, like, the the Superman uppercut or whatever Cesaro does. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Hmm. To oh, set up for that, like, okay, well... Yeah. Or the big uppercut, you know, just coming off. Yeah, like a European uppercut kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then all of a sudden, after that bosh, <laughs> Cesaro is, like, grabbing his junk and then, like, props him up and gives him an uppercut and then wraps him up for the one, two, three. Huh. So it was, like, really, really hokey for those guys. Yeah, that's weird. I'll have to check it out. i have to check it out. Oh, real quick before we officially wrap her up. Um, you want, do you want to talk about those wrestling shows that are coming up? 
I mean, I know the one that we were thinking about going to is in October. The Bret Hart? Yeah, that's like the the 23rd or something, right? Your dad should come up for that. Well, actually, my folks are coming up um, here in September, um, like the the weekend of like the 24th or whatever. So not this next weekend or the weekend after, the weekend after that. Oh, wait. No. That's a whole lot of this and that and this and that. Ah, yeah. It's, Back it's, to that. It's, it's too many. But, yeah, so, yeah, he won't be up for that. But then you sent me, uh, there's going to be a wrestling show at the Pato the 18th of September. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I know that's a Sunday. Do you know what time it starts? Um, I think it was at like 5 or something. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not too bad. So it won't, surely to God, it won't go super late. No. Hmm. Do you know anything about else about it? No, that's all I know. All right. But I don't know. If you're interested, you're around. Maybe we should go. You want to get tickets. I mean, we can probably get tickets. I just got to wear my Potawatomi badge. Yeah, maybe we should go. Maybe we should go because it might line up perfect. Well, yeah, it might be all right. That Bret Hart thing, though, I'm, I would be interested in that, and I could see if I, my dad could come down for that. I'm sure my dad would love to go to see Bret Hart. Cause yeah, it's it's on a Sunday as well. The Bret Hart thing? I think so. So it's the 23rd. Yeah, that's a Sunday. Is it really? Yeah, the 23rd of October is a Sunday. Yeah, that's kind of poopy that it's on a Sunday. I'd rather see uh, some Saturday shows, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's about it. I just want to let the listeners know in case they wanted to go to the wrestling show. Yeah. They could potentially see us there. Yeah. We'll sign autographs, take pictures, kiss babies and whatnot. Hand out buttons. Bruce City Boys for mayor. Right. <laughs> Double mayor. <laughs> President. <laughs> yeah. So. So. Yeah. Unless you got anything else, we'll put a bow on it. I think that's it. Alrighty. It's going to be a longer episode, huh? Eh. No, it's about right. Okay. So. Alright. Well, we'll see you guys later. Yeah, next week. 98. Alright. We're done. We're out. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot, Hot tag, tag out.